0: Hi, Christian Jordanoff here. Today I want to talk to you a little bit about gut problems and what can go wrong in the gut. Now it's a very complex system we're talking about and every person is incredibly unique. So it's important to take everything I say with a grain of salt and always like think about, you know, your past health history when you're trying to correlate what specific things m- may be affecting you. So there's a state of imbalance in the gut known as dysbiosis, right? So, we can characterize three different types of dysbiosis. We have insufficiency dysbiosis, inflammatory dysbiosis, and digestive dysfunction dysbiosis. And these, basically, um, just to kind of summarize very quickly, these are... uh, in the case of insufficiency dysbiosis is when you have low levels of beneficial bacteria and these beneficial bacteria we know they're critical for just for healthy intestinal and immune function because you know the gut and the uh, immune system are very closely linked together you have a, a big chunk of your immune system cells something like 70% of your immune system cells are in and around the gut area. And if something perturbs the gut, it's very likely to perturb the immune system, okay? So when you have insufficiency dysbiosis and you have low levels of beneficial bacteria, um, that affects how you um, assimilate nutrients, how you process fiber, right? So it may be... That uh, you're not able to eat foods that are high in fiber, right? So this is where a lot of folks fall, f- sort of, um, uh, so, uh, f- fall for the fallacy of, you know, oh, I'm gonna eat fiber because it's good for the gut, it's good for intestinal motility, and it's good for uh, increasing microbial diversity, beneficial bacteria's diversity in the gut. But that is that is the case for some people but not for all people and if you have some issues in the gut for example uh, low levels of some of your main bacteria uh your main beneficial bacteria like your bifidobacterium lactobacillus you might uh with the best of intentions or your practitioner with the best of intentions might say oh you know you gotta eat more fiber it's it's gonna be good And the, the fact is that people have horrendous reactions to high-fiber foods and, you know, a lot of these harder-to-digest foods like um, seeds, nuts, <clears throat> um, grains, and so on and so forth, right? So, insufficiency, dysbiosis um, is also associated with increased intestinal permeability or leaky gut, as you may know. So, when the <clears throat> Excuse me, my my voice is a little bit hoarse. Um, so that's when the you have basically increased gaps between the intestinal cells, and that can lead to a lot of further things down the line. For example, um, immune. Re- let's say you're eating foods; they don't get uh, digested fully, and they enter your body, and they enter your uh, um, they enter your bloodstream not fully digested or well, that can cause a lot of inflammation due to the immune system reactions that are bound to happen right so that is uh, insufficiency dysbiosis okay and this is actually quite common in autoimmune conditions allergic conditions and anything when there's where there's chronic infl- inflammation okay so that's the one insufficiency dysbiosis then we have the inflammatory dysbiosis and this one is it's personally to me is the most interesting one because um, there's organisms involved and some of them are pathogenic. So we have, you know, your parasites, we have uh, yeasts and fungi like candida, uh, even mold and mycotoxins. Um, some folks actually do have, um, you know, mold exposure that is contributing to this kind of stuff. And you have just your general, you know, you have parasites, you have the bacteria, protozoa. So there's a number of different organisms, and the reason it's interesting to me th- this particular type of dysbiosis is I've had, uh, when I did my stool test, uh, my first one in twenty back in 2019, I had uh, a couple of parasites. I had Giardia. And uh, uh, the protozoa Blastocystis hominis, and I had candida. I had some uh, not not specifically pathogenic bacteria. They are known as opportunistic bacteria. So these are there's a number of different bacteria, yeast, and protozoa that they can you know just reside in the gut, and they're kind of make part of the normal microbiota but let's say if you have insufficiency dysbiosis let's say your um, good bacteria your beneficial bacteria's numbers are knocked down be that from antibiotics very just a very inflammatory diet and lifestyle which many folks have you know like partying a lot um, you know taking certain drugs or medications alcohol can definitely contribute to intestinal permeability and kind of mess with the microbiota uh you know drinking coffee on an empty stomach I, I don't think is really good for you in that way Um so there's a number of things you know like processed foods jesus that that like all the additives and and um you know the emulsifiers, chemicals of all sorts, these can really sort of contribute to insufficiency, dysbiosis, where they can basically hurt the beneficial bacteria. And that now puts you in a situation where the opportunistic bacteria can, and yeast, like candida, for example, they can also um, start to proliferate. And when, when they proliferate or overgrow, they, in their general normal metabolism, they secrete a a number of chemicals and sort of uh, uh, toxins as well that basically can further damage the gut lining. They can get into the bloodstream if you have leaky gut. They can cause further inflammation due to immune reactions. So there's a number of pretty nasty things that can happen if you have opportunistic bacteria, right? So for example, the classic example is you... Take an antibiotic for let's say a week or two or whatever that kills the you know, a bunch of bacteria, the good bacteria, the bad bacteria. And the problem is that it doesn't kill, it doesn't target the yeasts. So during that time, candida and, and yeasts like that, that in normal situations are kept in check by the beneficial or commensal bacteria, they start to overgrow. And now, you know, it can cause. Uh, sugar cravings, it can, they can turn, when you eat the sugar in the diet, they turn, literally, they turn that into alcohol and acetaldehyde. Acetaldehyde is the breakdown product of alcohol or ethanol, and that's largely what's responsible for the hangover or the hangover the feeling after drinking alcohol. And uh, candida do that. Right, they literally turn sugar into alcohol. The way we use yeasts to make wine is the way yeasts can turn a high sugar diet into alcohol in the gut, and that will—it it, just—it's will, another factor that will contribute to further inflammation, further just feeling crappy, and just keeping you from uh, regaining the health. That you want to be in the state of health that you want to be in right so the inflammatory dysbiosis is it it's uh it's complex you know like there's many different things and again you can you can it, it, these different types of dysbiosis generally if you have gut problems you are likely to have a combination of these right um but this is where stool pathogen testing, like the stuff I do with my clients, can be very useful because we can find specific, um, specific organisms that we can then, you know, figure out what to do. Usually, it's like a herbal protocol with um, some probiotics, some supplements to support gut function, and some other supplements to um, just support overall health. Of course, mod- modifying the diet is super important. Sometimes folks feel better just by modifying the diet, but in when there's pathogenic bacteria or opportunistic organisms that have overgrown, then we have to get a little bit smarter, right? We have to be a little bit more strategic. Yes, in some cases, just tweaking the diet can also alleviate th- that, aspect but what can also happen is if if we you know do a bunch of dietary tweaks let's say you had a, a couple of protozoa or some bad bacteria or whatever and we just tweak the diet and you felt better you, you okay you might feel better for like th- even 3 months which is great but what can happen let's say you're a little bit run down let's say it's flu season or whatever and you you've been working very hard and you, just one 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 day you Overwork yourself, you're tired, you don't eat well for a few days, well, there you go. Uh, Now, your immune system will be lowered and that is an opportunity for the opportunistic organisms to start, you know, taking over, taking more territory, you know, they can start out competing the beneficial bacteria. So, the reason it's, I believe it's important to, if you have chronic gut problems like something that's been happening for weeks months or years especially i think it's really important to do a stool test like the one i like to use which you can check on my website there's there'll be links below the gi map that one um it's a dna based test and it tests for all all of these um protozoa yeasts Uh, worms like parasites, um, a bunch of different bacteria. The beneficial bacteria are also tested for so you can actually see what's going on. Is there pathogens? Is your lactobacillus and your bifidobacterium numbers and the other ones, are they low? And then we can sort of correlate it with what could have happened to cause that, right? And there's a number of other different intestinal health markers that can also help us build a better clinical picture of what's going on, right? So that's inflammatory dysbiosis. And then we have digestive dysfunction dysbiosis. Now, this is another complex area, right? <clears throat> because it can be because of low stomach acid, right? It can be because of insufficient bio acids being produced. So if you don't have enough bio, the fat that comes in, to your um f- through your diet it's not you're not able to digest it as well right and this is actually I believe a big a big factor for many people that can't tolerate like um you know heavy heavy quote-unquote heavy foods like red meat or fatty foods it's because they have more, very likely some type of liver congestion uh that's contributing to you know, insufficient bio acid production. And you could also have basically pancreatic insufficiency where the digestive enzymes that the pancreas produces might not be getting produced in sufficient numbers. You can also have, again, this intestinal permeability or if there's inflammation in the gut at the intestinal barrier. Well, when those cells are damaged, because the intestinal barrier is one cell thick, it's uh, or it's one cell thin. You you could, you would be better to say it's so unimaginably thin and these cells uh, that make the intestinal barrier, <clears throat> they um they need to if they're inflamed or damaged, they're not able to secrete the enzymes that they need to secrete at kind of that last step, there's certain enzymes they secrete in order to break things down and then absorb glucose, amino acids, and you know stuff like that. So if you have damage in the gut like that, you, you're now not absorbing your nutrients as well. And that can cause again, like I mentioned earlier, it can cause undigested food particles to make it across the intestinal barrier Due to the leaky gut component, that is often a factor here. If there's some type of dysbiosis, usually leaky gut is increased. So um, that reduces absorption. And then all of these things, when you couple them all together, uh, you know, um, reduced beneficial bacteria, increased inflammation and pathogenic organisms and all the stuff they exude like the chemicals, metabolites and stuff, and then specific dysfunction in the the organs of digestion, well, that can, is just a recipe for disaster. And I think where I can help folks that have this sort of thing is we can investigate. We can be like a detective. And it, ideally, you'd run a test like the GI map that I talk about, the, the stew test. Um, there's other tests we can run for, Um, you know, to evaluate other things. But this, for specifically for gut stuff that's been long-standing, this is a really good test. And what we can do then is figure out are your beneficial bacteria low? Do you have specific pathogens? Which is quite likely. Both of these are quite likely. And then we can work with you to tweak the diet, lifestyle, and supplementation program to start basically reversing the trend in the right direction. So, if left unchecked, in many cases, this stuff doesn't improve. You know, it, it's very difficult to <coughs> excuse me when you have actual pathogens constantly, you know, um, exuding certain metabolites, toxins, and stuff like that. If you have uh, constant inflammation and immune system um, activation, and if you're eating foods that you're reacting to, right? That it's just a recipe for long-term poor health and you have to figure out what these things are, and start removing certain things and adding other things uh, to to your diet, lifestyle, and supplementation program in order to reverse that trend. So we, you want to be going towards, you know, optimal health and vitality rather than the other way, you know, dysfunction and pain and all that stuff. So the, this digestive dysfunction, dysbiosis, um, it's associated with. You know, when you have gas, bloating, like after a meal or pain, any type of discomfort, uh, constipation, even diarrhea, food sensitivities. You have specific um, uh, foods that you react to. Definitely some digestive dysfunction, dysbiosis going on here and stuff like heartburn as well. So these are the three types of digestive dysfunction, dysbiosis. And... uh I just wanted to put this out there in case anyone listening is interested in getting some help. There's a couple of ways that I can help you out. So I work with clients one-to-one and uh, my, uh, y- usually folks work with me for six months to 12 months and my whole goal with working with clients is we work for a specific amount of time and the idea is I educate you And I show you some hard data based on your metabolism, your body. And using that data and that education, I teach you everything you need to know, hopefully, in 6 to 12 months, so that you no longer need me. And you are now tooled up to, um, if something comes up later on, you know, if you, let's say you're, you're, after six months you're feeling super awesome and uh, you know you can eat a, a number of different foods that you couldn't eat before but then six months down the line or two years later if you start eating uh, you know let us say uh, you start getting some uh, heartburn or other discomfort or something else you can then start with the tools I've given you that the stuff I've taught you um, and the resources I've shared with you you'll be able to start uh, be becoming your own health detective and figuring out, oh, I do, okay, so I've been eating a lot more, let's say, beans recently, you know? Uh, let me take beans out of the diet now for a week and see how it feels. Oh, okay, I felt better. Okay, now let me do um, a, an experiment. Uh, let me eat some burritos with beans tomorrow and then see how I feel. And then, oh, okay, now, uh, I had a burrito for lunch, or two burritos for lunch. Well, I, when I said burrito for lunch or two burritos, I mean two burritos. Like I mean small burritos, you know, like <laughs> not a massive one, not a monster. Um, but uh, let let's say you you have that burrito with beans, and then the, re- the that evening you can't stop farting. Well, now you've learned that. You've learned how to isolate foods and how to like think back. What have I changed in my diet lifestyle? Or it could be like, oh, um, this happened. I, I was sick for five days. You know, some cold, and then I ate. Uh, I was out. I ate. Uh, let's say at the restaurant, and then oh, a few days later, I-, I had low energy and like other stuff started coming up. So you'll be able to s- start correlating lifestyle, dietary, and other choices with you know, how you feel. And this is part of the education I want to uh, impart whilst we work together. Um, The other thing is, uh, so that's one way uh, I can help you out. The other, excuse me, the other way I can help you out is I have a a course on all about detoxification and uh, the link will be down below and there will be a coupon code for you to get a discount on that. And that course, it covers a number of different things. It's it's focused on detoxification, but there is a module on gut health there, and that can also help. Um, a lot of the time, cleaning up, and the, the whole course is all about, you I may have heard me talk about it already, it's all about cleaning up your diet, lifestyle, and everything from a bunch of different toxins supporting your detoxification system and all that jazz. And a lot of the times, if you clean up your diet from the toxins and stuff like that, if you clean up just your entire lifestyle as much as possible from toxic exposures, gut problems actually improve because a lot of these things exacerbate or keep you in a state of dysfunction. Let's say you have some gut issue that happened for whatever other reason, could, could be low low beneficial bacteria or some type of you know overgrowth, pathogenic or opportunistic or otherwise, um, that may have resolved itself over time your immune system in your body may have resolved it but if you eat an inflammatory diet if you eat you know things with a lot of toxins in them non-organic food you know non-conventionally grown pesticide laden herbicide laden food well that could be one of the factors keeping you in that state of dysfunction so with my course not only is there um uh, there's a module on gut health um but there is also all that information that can help you out and the course includes a 45 minute consultation with me that's a complimentary if you get the course so you'll be able to get me for 45 minutes and we can discuss any specific things related to you know your life or to the course the information or whatever you want to talk about health wise and i can you, at least point you in the right direction of things that can help you out. So that's what, the other way I can help you. And furthermore, just to add, folks that work with me that uh, sign up for a 3, 6, or 12-month package to work with me, uh, they get my course for free included with that. So uh, that's a couple of ways I can help you out. You can go to my website to book a, a free 15-minute Discovery call with me, so we can get on the phone, and then we, you know, okay, I'll hear you out, see where you're at, and basically, I'll tell you if I can help, if I feel like I can help you or not, and um, you know, we can discuss some other logistics and things like that. And if I can help you out, it would be a great pleasure and honor that to help you out because this is really, it's um, just there is no better feeling, for, at least for me of you know getting someone back on their feet and back on the path to to the health and wellness and that optimal state of being that we all deserve to be in, right? I, I get such joy doing this that um it would be a great pleasure and honor to help you out if I can. So please don't don't hesitate to to get in touch with me. You know it costs costs nothing. There's no pressure there's there's no heart cells and stuff like that. You can, you know, become a client, get get the video course as part of that, that I talk about my detox workshop or just get the detox workshop if you are more of a self learner and then you have the 45 minutes with me and then we can get on the call and I can help you out with anything that you need help with, point you in the right direction. If I need to like uh, share some links and other resources while we're on the call, I can do that. Um, so, that's what I can do for you. Uh, hopefully you found this helpful in some way and there will be a lot more content around this and other health topics coming in the future. Um, it just the last few months I've been working really hard on my detox workshop. So the health content on the podcast has been, obviously I had to pause a lot of that because it's it's just getting too too many things. Um, I also have the children's health podcast that needs uh Plenty of time spent there and a number of other things. So there will be more health content coming up in the near future. But until then, check out previous episodes. Check out the links down below from the, my website. See the lab tests that I offer that we can run. If In case you need them, you can read up about the, the process. And um, hopefully I talk to you soon. Otherwise, see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening.